You're listening to the Homebody Podcast with Anna, the Anxiety Coach, counselor, coach, author, and anxiety specialist. Here, we talk all things real and raw when it comes to the human experience and the challenges that we may face throughout the journey of life. Open the metaphorical door to expanding your mind and reconnecting with your body and get ready for the actionable and effective steps that will guide you to coming home to your body. Let's dive into the show. Today, we dive into the world of mental wellness and the role that supplements play in managing some of the most prevalent challenges we face as a society, depression, anxiety, and sleep issues. I mean, put your hand up if you have one or all three of those at some point in your life. I think we can all attest to the fact that all three of those things, depression, anxiety, and sleep issues, come and visit us normally when we least want them to as well. So in a world where the pressure and demands of modern life can really take a toll on our mental health, we are always on the search for effective solutions. And the use of supplements as natural remedies is a topic that holds a lot of potential to provide valuable insights and relief for those grappling with these concerns. I recognize that the discussion around depression, anxiety, and sleep can be really sensitive and often shrouded in stigma. However, these are experiences that affect countless lives, and I believe in fostering an open dialogue to explore the potential benefits in natural remedies. By doing so, I hope to offer a ray of hope and practical solutions for those seeking support. So join me as we embark on this journey together to uncover the world of supplements and their potential to provide relief for depression, anxiety, and sleep issues. Let's first understand depression, anxiety, and sleep problems just that little bit deeper. So to navigate the world of supplements for mental wellness, we really need to establish a foundational understanding of the mental health challenges that we're aiming to address here. So in this segment, we're going to define and explore the characteristics of depression, anxiety, and sleep disorders, and shed a little bit of light on their prevalence and the profound impact that they may have on individuals' lives. Starting with depression, which is a mental health condition characterized by persistent feelings of sadness, hopelessness, and a loss of interest or pleasure in activities once enjoyed. It can often come with physical symptoms like changes in appetite, sleep disturbances, and fatigue. When someone experiences depression, they may also experience difficulties in concentration and decision-making. So the impact of depression can be really far reaching, affecting not only one's emotional well-being, but also their relationships, work and overall quality of life. Now moving on to anxiety. Anxiety encompasses a whole range of conditions characterized by excessive worry, fear and heightened states of arousal. So GAD or generalized anxiety disorder, social anxiety disorder, panic disorder are all some of the common examples that you might hear. And it can really manifest in a whole plethora of ways. And there's a whole host of physical symptoms that come with anxiety as well. So muscle tension, racing heart, maybe there's a ringing in your ear, dizziness, restlessness, all of these different physical sensations can be experienced on a broad spectrum by individuals. And individuals that experience anxiety may also struggle with things like intrusive or spiraling thoughts and excessive apprehension that really impacts their daily functioning, social interactions, and overall well-being. 
And lastly, sleep disorders. Now, sleep problems come in various forms, including insomnia, sleep apnea, and restless leg syndrome. These disorders disrupt the natural sleep cycle, leading to difficulties falling asleep, staying asleep, or achieving restorative sleep. Poor sleep can really result in daytime fatigue, irritability, difficulties concentrating, and memory issues as well. And I will go as far as to say that sleep is probably the number one biohack that you can do when it comes to your nervous system, your mental health, increasing your vagus nerves function and strength as well. And sleep disorders have a really profound impact on our overall health and quality of life. All of these different things, depression, anxiety, and sleep disorders have a really huge prevalence um, across the board. Depression affects millions of people worldwide with a lifetime prevalence of around 15%. Anxiety disorders are even more common, impacting roughly 18% of the US population annually. And sleep disorders are super common as well with approximately 50 to 70 million adults in the US alone experience some form of sleep issues. So the impact of these issues is not really limited to individuals. It affects communities, families, workplaces at large, and the economic burden of these untreated mental health issues is huge too, making it really, really important to explore a wide range of treatment options, including the use of supplements to alleviate these challenges. So as we move into the next sections of this episode, we're going to explore the potential supplements that you may use as complementary tools in managing these conditions. And my goal is to provide you with some insights and practical guidance for you if you are seeking to improve your mental wellness and overall health and well-being. Let's start with supplements for depression. I wanted to start with fish oil or omega-3s, high EPA, and this is because fish oil is high in omega-3 fatty acids, which are really, really, really important to our brain functioning and can also help reduce inflammation associated with depression. So chronic inflammation that occurs within our body occurs over our lifespan due to exposure to toxins, whether it's environmental toxins or the food that we eat or stresses or trauma and all of these things can create high inflammation in our body. So we want to combat that inflammation and reduce inflammation as much as possible. And omega-3 fatty acids are a really beautiful and easy accessible way to do that. So there are two types of omega-3s in fish oil, EPA and DHA. And research has found that EPA is one of the ones that helps most when it comes to depression. Moving on to B vitamins. So there is a lot of evidence that suggests that B vitamins can be really helpful with depression and B vitamins control and produce important chemicals in your brain that impact depression and mood regulation. So folate, B12 and B6 are needed in the production and regulation of certain neurotransmitters in our brain like gamma aminobutyric acid, which is GABA for short, serotonin and dopamine. There are lots of research papers that suggest that when we are deficient in these B vitamins, that we have an increased vulnerability and risk of depression as well. So we want to be able to access these B vitamins in our foods, but also when we are aware that maybe we're not getting the right levels or amounts in our foods, then supplementing outside of that as well. 
Moving on to magnesium. Now, magnesium is such a vital mineral that the human body uses. Uh, we have more than 300 different enzyme systems that uh, utilize magnesium to regulate the kind of really complex and intricate inner world and the biochemical reactions that happen within your body. And that includes things like protein synthesis, muscle and nerve function, blood glucose control, and blood pressure regulation. So we need magnesium for energy production and all of these different processes that give us energy within our body as well. If we are deficient in magnesium, then we're going to have a reduced amount of energy within our capacity and our body, and this can greatly impact us and our mental health as well. And lastly, for depression, vitamin D3. So vitamin D3 is produced naturally by our bodies, um, especially when we get adequate exposure to the sun. But what we are starting to find is that most people actually have insufficient levels or deficient levels of vitamin D3. Um, and this be can be because we're, maybe we're not getting into the sun enough. Maybe the foods that we're not eating are not synergistic enough with vitamin D3 levels. But those with low vitamin D3 levels are generally generally more vulnerable to higher rates of depression as well. So numerous studies have shown that people with depression are more likely to have a deficiency in vitamin D3. And there's been numerous studies as well that have shown that vitamin D3 can be really helpful in fighting depression, um, including through mechanisms like reducing inflammation, regulating mood and protecting us against neurocognitive dysfunction. So brain fog and being able to think clearly and make decisions and problem solve as well. So for our supplements for depression, we went through fish oil, omega-3 fatty acids, B vitamins such as folate, B12, and B6, magnesium, and vitamin D3. Now let's chat about supplements for anxiety. So there is a lot of crossover when it comes to supplementation for depression, anxiety, and sleep. So if you are taking something for depression, whether it's vitamin D3 or magnesium, for example, then it's going to benefit your, your mind and your body when it comes to anxiety as well. So I highly recommend vitamin D3 magnesium and omega-3s for anxiety and for omega-3s you can get this through your diet if you consume oily fatty fish like salmon mackerel herring and sardines and anchovies you can also get them through plant-based food sources through black seeds spinach brussels sprouts if you can't eat fish or you don't eat fish then that is going to be a good source for you as well the last thing I will say on omega-3s is that it's really important that you get a quality um, supplement when it comes to omega-3 fatty acids. You want to test and make sure that your supplement is in good shape when it arrives to you. So you can do that really easily because when you get a capsule for your omega-3, it will have liquid inside of it. So you can just cut one of those capsules open, give it a smell. If it smells rancid and off, then do not take that supplement because it is going to only increase your oxidative stress and that is going to have the opposite effect to what you want. So moving on for supplements for anxiety, I also suggest chamomile, which we often love to have a chamomile tea to soothe our nerves. And that is because chamomile aids in relaxation, 
due to its antioxidant that it has within it known as epigenin, which binds with specific receptors in the brain to decrease anxiety. So you just want to be careful if you are on, say, blood thinners, then taking too much chamomile can have a synergistic effect with blood thinner medication as well. So you just need to be really mindful about how much you are consuming. So again, just to recap, supplements for anxiety include vitamin D3, magnesium, omega-3s, and chamomile. Now let's have a look at supplements for improving our sleep. The first one that I wanted to share with you is one called L-theanine. So L-theanine is a compound that's really most commonly found in tea leaves. Um, so if you drink black tea, then you are getting a pretty good dose of L-theanine as well. And there has been some studies to show that it has a positive effect on sleep initiation and sleep quality as well. So if you are someone that deals with sleep issues, then this is a really helpful supplement for sleep issues as well. What they found actually was that L-theanine coupled with magnesium has this really potent and powerful synergistic effect between the two and can really aid better sleep quality. If you're taking L-theanine for sleep, then also consider taking magnesium around bedtime too to help with that synergistic effect for your sleep. And then lastly, for our supplements for improved sleep, we have melatonin. You've probably heard of melatonin and melatonin is a hormone that is produced naturally in our brain and it gets produced in response to darkness. So when you're put into a dark room or you go to bed at night, this really kind of starts to rise as we are coming to our sleep times. And what it does is really help the kind of regulation of the timing of our circadian rhythms, which run on a 24 hour internal clock and when we are getting tired, generally that's getting darker at nighttime and this helps tip us over into sleep. What we are seeing now is that with the rise of screens and phones and technology, we have the capacity now to kind of block melatonin at nighttime when we are exposing ourselves to these things. So it's really important to be mindful of how we are utilizing light at nighttime. If you can put a lamp on at night instead of having the light coming down from your roof, if you can reduce the amount of screen time that you have at nighttime or the amount of TV, um, how close you're watching that towards bed or or taking your phone to bed and scrolling in bed, then that is going to only benefit your melatonin production as well. You can also use things like red light photobiomodulation or red light therapy that really aids melatonin production at nighttime as well. So to wrap up the supplements for improved sleep, we chatted about L-theanine and we also chatted about magnesium, but also how these two things have a really beautiful kind of relationship and can really support positive and deep sleep. And we also chatted about melatonin. So now that you have all of this information and we've discussed the potential benefits of these supplements for your mental health, whether it's depression, anxiety, or sleep issues, I really, really need to address the importance of safety. And when it comes to supplementation, there is really such a diverse range of supplements available out there and the quality as well is very, very diverse. So it's really important that before you supplement with anything new that 
that you consult with your healthcare professional because they're going to tell you whether there's going to be any interactions with your current medication that you may be on. They may be able to give you a a better quality product as well. And they're going to help you kind of discover a more individualized approach to these supplements as well. So your healthcare professional or whoever you go and see to regularly you know and trust and has knowledge in this area is going to be really, really pivotal to your supplementation journey. Now, when it comes to dosage and guidelines and potential side effects, even natural things like a melatonin or magnesium and vitamin D3 can have side effects to them and interactions, like we said, with medications, depending on your individual physiology and what kind of medications you might be currently on as well. So what I really, really recommend is that if you are starting any new supplement, it is really important that you start really small. So take the smallest dose that you can just to see how your body reacts to it and then gradually build up over time. So for me, I am allergic to valerian root and I found out purely because I took a large dose of it and then I had a pretty serious reaction to it, right? So there's a need for this kind of um, more ramping up effect when it comes to taking supplements, which can be hard to exercise this kind of caution, but at the same time, it's going to pay off in the long run as well. And the last thing that I will say on safety and dosage is that often when we start taking supplements, we kind of do it in this ritualistic manner on a daily basis. From my experience, it's really important to cycle through your supplementation because you don't want to cause an excess buildup of certain compounds or neurotransmitters in your body. You also don't want to take over the process of creating those type of natural occurring compounds in your body as well by supplementation and kind of impairing your ability to do that in the long term. So cycling through your supplements is really, really important, especially if you're planning on taking them over the long term. So if you are planning to take supplementation every day, then maybe you're having a couple of day breaks in between there as well. So you take it every day for seven days, you have a couple of day breaks. Find what works for you, consult those that you most trust and you feel are most knowledgeable on the topic, but always take a very cautious and kind of slow approach to taking supplementation as well. And remember, do your research and make sure that the quality of the product is good as well. So especially when it comes to omega-3s, we don't wanna be causing any excess inflammation in the body. Now, no discussion on supplements would be complete without also highlighting the importance that these supplementations are complementary to a more holistic approach to mental health. They are not the be all and end all, they're not one and done, it is not going to be the actual thing that does it in isolation. So we need to look at our lifestyle, our exercise, the diet that we eat, the self-care practices that we have, and make sure that we're taking a really integrative approach to ourselves and our overall health and well-being and our nervous system and the regulation of our nervous system. So this includes things like regular physical activity that works for you. So whatever it is that you enjoy doing or you think you might enjoy doing, then allowing that to become integrated into your day-to-day life. It's also about taking a really honest look at our diet and where our nutrition might be letting us down and where we can improve on our nutritional value as well. We also want to input really beautiful self-care practices. So spending time in nature, spending time in natural light and natural sunlight is going to really help your circadian rhythm and your sleep issues as well. Exercise is going to help with anxiety, depression and sleep issues 
um, how we socially connect and having healthy relationships with people that we feel safe around, people that bring on that feeling of stability and closeness and non-judgment in our relationships as well. So all of these different things play a role in our mental health. As we look at supplementation, we want to just understand that it is a complementary strategy for a wider holistic perspective as well. Now, just before we wrap things up, I want to invite you, my listener, to submit your questions. Do you have questions on supplements? Do you have any experiences um, with supplements and mental wellness, whether they're good, bad, ugly? I want to hear from you. So feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Anna the Anxiety Coach or send an email to support at AnnaTheAnxietyCoach.com and share your story because it's really, really powerful. And there's so much power when we collectively come together to pool our information and knowledge so that we can share that with more and more people as we go as well. All right, let's wrap this bad boy up and summarize what we have gone over in relation to using supplements for mental wellness and specifically for depression, anxiety, and sleep issues. So supplements can play a really valuable role in supporting mental wellness by addressing symptoms of depression, anxiety, and sleep issues. And while supplements hold promise, they are most effective when we integrate those into a holistic approach that include lifestyle changes, self-care practices, and of course, professional guidance and making sure that we are taking things in a really safe and slow manner. And to finish things off, you will find a list of all the supplements we've chatted about in this episode in the show notes below, along with the research papers to go with them. So like I said, check those out, do your own research, make sure you understand what it is that you are taking, why you want to take it, what the goal is, and making sure the quality is up to standard as well, because you deserve the best. So thank you so much for joining me on this episode. And I cannot wait to continue this important conversation on mental health, safety, and feeling at home in your body and continuing to help you thrive. So I can't wait to see you in the next episode.